You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's Thursday already. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. Surprisingly. There's Brett. <laughs> and there's Toledo. No shock at all. Yeah, but that was a surprise, though, too. There were two surprises last yeah. night. If FanDuel had the odds out on which <laughs> yeah. dude was leaving at intermission, it wouldn't have been Toledo. It was no. Luke and, uh, and uh, DeAndre little, all over yeah, again. The whole show last night. I'm a little uh, ashamed. With my buddy Brian and uh, our friend Chris Katera all went over to see Ricky Rackman's spoken performance at the Marquee Theater. Ambitious uh, location. And he said it yesterday when he was here with us. He, uh, that's the one thing I thought yesterday. I'm like, this room is way too big for this event. I felt if you've ever been on a stage that big in a room... That should hold 2,000 people and has, you know, 100-something. 101. 101. At least 101. (laughs) Outdid uh, Feldman. You just are like, man, that is a nerve-wracking. I heard a vacuum at one point because you hear everything. You keep hearing the securities. Yes. you hear (laughs) Walkie-talkies. an earpiece. Right. Those are those moments when the room's huge and it picks up all the mistakes. But, you know, Ricky did his thing, told the stories. They were interesting. Dude talking yeah. two rows back. Oh, that guy that wouldn't shut up. I mean, he, what was I that? almost left. <laughs> I wanted to say something to that guy. I thought, oh, maybe yeah. he's on the spectrum or something. But it seemed like it, didn't it? Yeah. It didn't seem like he was there to listen. And that was the whole point of being there. It wasn't a... And how do you get blasted at one of those things? A couple of people staggered out of there so drunk. And I'm like, this is not... A party like rock that. and roll, yeah, baby. It wasn't though. This was the opposite. This was like, remember rock and roll? Yeah, I did some damage. Let's not do that again. Anyway, so Ricky's show is uh, what it was, and I, I look. Brady, I thought yesterday was just joking about even going. You're not really related. I don't think you've ever seen Headbangers Ball like on your own. You never sought that. Never out. Um, sat down and watched one completely. Well, right. it was on too late, <laughs> right? I was going to say it was on at midnight on Saturday. You were well nestled in, getting ready to meet Jesus the next morning. Uh, I was dry humping somebody at that time. I yesterday thought for my yeah right <laughs> that pillow covered in urine. But yeah, I thought for sure Brady was kidding about even talking about going to that. There he is. I just and it's funny. It was this Hitchcock silhouette I see as we pull into the parking lot, and Katera goes, "Is that Brady?" And I'm like, "Yep, I think it is." And it was just like the sun had set just perfectly at the time to make Brady just a silhouette, and it's Brady's silhouette is recognizable for miles. It's so uniquely yours. And you're standing next to Brian, who also has a strange silhouette. Anyway, We didn't know yeah. that was Brian. I know, we're standing there like, just standing like, with some uh-oh. strange guy. Brady's like, my man, how you doing? Hey, my man, do you know me? I bet you do. I bet you do. He actually approached us and said, is this where we're all gathering? Yeah. I'm like, uh, I know I you. Guess. Sure. <laughs> my man. You an active shooter? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sam Elliott? So... Yeah, so we all kind of gather around. Brady doesn't, uh, and I got to hand it to you because this was more of a. Yesterday, at one point in the text, Brady compared Sting up to 11 inadvertently to climbing Mount Everest, which I found hysterical. <laughs> I got 
yeah, nap in, and that's what you got to do. Yeah, you you pitch a tent yeah, halfway you up. Pitch a tent halfway up, and then at and night then you, you wander around. Well, you sure do know a lot about climbing Mount Everest. Why? Because it's never going to be on the I agenda. I knew more about Everest, summiting yeah. Everest, than I did uh, Ricky Rackman right. and, and Headbangers Ball. Both, both strange to me that you've studied uh, climbing Mount Everest, and that is your Mount Everest climb. There will never be a day where you and a Sherpa are like, are you ready? <laughs> So then Brady's there, and I'm shocked. And then it became a thing where, for ridicule's sake, you stayed the whole time. There's no way about 12 minutes into that you thought, I'm at a thing I want to be at. There's no way. <laughs> Not I, at all. No, I um, actually found it. I, I knew very little about the cat house. Right. You know, just the general part of it, but not to the degree of how dialed in huge. Ricky Rackman was yeah. in the rock it world. Was huge. Well, he, yeah, he was... He was one of three spots on the Sunset Strip that were that whole time. I didn't know that he was as involved in the ownership. I thought he was just part of it. I didn't know he was the guy who's. And then I just want one thing that was missing from the whole thing is how did it all start? Like, and it's what's missing from the story. And I, if Ricky's listening right now, he can. He probably doesn't want me call to say in. this. <laughs> call and do whatever you need yeah. to do. That whole thing was funded through cartel cocaine. There's no because in that whole thing, it's like the cat house just showed up. I'm like, well, I need to know where you got your money. Like, you and Tammy Down living in a one-bedroom apartment didn't just start a cat house awesome club on Sunset and have 500 people there night one. That was a coke. I think it made fuel I think the cassette sales were happening a long time before The drug money that, yeah. And then the the reason why it's not talked about, in my opinion, is because those people are still like, don't bring it up. It's Brett's people. There's some of that going on. But it was... It's a coke party. Anyway, I just look over. Toledo, at the like midway through, an hour in, I got to go. Like, wait a minute. You're I'm leaving? I'm going. I got to go. I, I'm not going to be here for the end. Of, I got to go. I got stuff I got to do. And he didn't have anything to do. He just wanted no. to go to bed. I looked at Brady. Where's Toledo? Oh, like, he I took off. Wait, he left? Yeah. He, like, there was. I, I saw. I thought you'd be in my coattails. There were the green tears pouring out. his envy just <laughs> flying out of Brady's face. I can go. You could if you want. If you want. Damn it. I'll get nothing but heat. <laughs> the second half was just, it was maybe even stronger than the first well, half. Right. Yeah, you'd hope so. That's a, a closer. But yeah, it was a, uh, you, eh. you, you stayed. It, I'm impressed. Uh, I'm impressed that you stuck it out. That couldn't have been easy. <laughs> I'm sitting next to a guy who's whispering in my ear the stuff he knows about what went on there. Because he was kind of inadvertently involved with the people he's talking about being... You know, a guy who ran a music thing, and he was uh, in in the music world, and he knows the people. And to, like he was even saying, "Yeah, that's true." He said, "There's some stories that my buddy Alan's got about Guns and Roses at the Cat House that he's not telling." And that was the thing. So, but Brady, the best, the story of the night was Brady made it through. Story of the night. That blew away all Ricky stories. Actually, I mean, right there, I'm just <laughs> completely. Like, that that so, was worth the price of admission. But what yeah. Brady missed because Brady knows how to. Brady rides away like the end of a Lone Ranger episode. Everybody's talking like, "Where to go? Who was that guy?" Well, that was the Lone Ranger. Like he's gone already. Hi ho, Silver. Brady's gone. Irish goodbye. Right out the door. Amazing. It's like that's it. Pew! You've never seen a guy move faster. Uh, what you missed was. Uh, remember the guy we met, Richard, and his girlfriend, Michelle, at yes. the intermission? Richard and Michelle, and Richard spilled his drink. Dropped it. Dropped it. Talking to us, and his one hand hits the other, and, his, and he just looks down. He goes, man. And I'm like, looks like you've had enough. He goes, ah, whatever. I didn't think he was plastered. So at the end of the night, you're gone. Richard comes up again, and Richard's gone. 
And he goes, don't, don't beat me up too bad tomorrow, bro. Don't beat me up too bad. I love the show. I'm like, that's cool. You're good. Seriously, though. And he calls like, he goes, and Dimwit's going to drive me home. And he points to his girlfriend. She goes, Dimwit? <laughs> you heard me. I'm like, oh, this is not going well. So he's staggering around. I'm laughing because he's saying silly stuff. She's playing along. We're, we leave the thing and in the middle of the parking lot on his side, laying there with Dimwit trying to pick him up as our listener. Richard, who went down. And I'm like, how do you get so drunk Expired. at a spoken word show? Wow. <laughs> he was out. He's trying. He's, it was like, you know, a bug you've knocked onto its back. Hands are kind of scrambling around. He can't get up. She's pulling on him. He's just scooting around the parking lot. And I'm like, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how you get that she's drunk. she's like, 35 years. Yeah, yeah, they kept bragging about being together for 35 years. But congratulations. But Richard was blistered at Gosh. the end and laying in the parking lot. He fell off the curb. Going into the parking lot, and then there he lays. The good thing it wasn't a, a, a big crowd leaving because he'd, he'd have clogged up traffic. Was, was he a larger man? No. 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 Was he a little guy? In fact, we nicknamed him Dinklage on the oh. way out. <laughs> he doesn't even know that till right now. Oh, so it was like, like Dinklage is down. Drop. It was like a six-foot drop. For him it was, curb. yeah. It was like a big drop. He was probably 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, okay. Brady towered over him. Don't think Brady didn't bow up. Uh, block his shot. But Oh, yeah. It would have been uh, center on center in the... Uh, Five foot five and under league, it would have been. Pretty. If you're, uh, I don't know, the company that's uh, the stuff that he's fabricating or yeah. machining, you're going to miss Richard today. You might not want to get that order. You might want to yeah. reorder it. Yeah, call all your clients. That. If the you work with precision. Richard, call all your clients and say, there's been a delay in the factory. We're about a week behind because Richard <laughs> is not going to be useful at all today. Hilarious, but uh, it was fun. We had a good time, but I'm still, I'm shocked. Brady made it all the way to 1050, 1045. And was just flew out of it. We went back, said hi to Ricky Rackman, Brett and I. So he's standing out there with the crowd. Yeah. Quick, quick goodbye, and it was nice. So interesting all the way around. Very interesting evening. <laughs> not for Toledo. Toledo was bored and left. So it's not for everyone. But it was not for Brady at all. And you stayed, and I'm impressed by that. Now. We need to get you a wilderness athlete this morning. Get already had one. Already had one. Yeah, I did too. Good on you. Yeah, keep it together. That'll keep you moving through. Uh, by until by eleven o'clock, Brady's still gonna inevitably have that moment. Like I didn't get my shut eye, and then it's over. But I'm impressed. And half that stuff you were watching, I can guarantee you're like hillbilly. Rude. Yep. Loser. <laughs> this is exactly the. I'm just thinking, man. I, I can only imagine what the living setup was oh, when he was in horrible. And this Hollywood is time, exactly, and you're just scraping for money. Yeah. Oh, you would have never been exposed. He wasn't to scraping for money. You no, know, he had the cocaine. Well, you money. missed the second yeah. part of the. Yeah. He, yeah, well, that was at the end yeah. when the yeah. cocaine dried up and the cat house died, and the. Uh, um, this was exactly the opposite of the people you 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 worked hard to never be around these people. Yeah, uh, growing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were no pop collars in this. No, crowd. the pop collars always looked at the Ricky Rackman's went <laughs> yep. back to Granville's loser. <laughs> this guy. You listen to that music? And then, you know, it was the, like he said, he went to that yacht rock thing and yep. saw all those preppies that wanted to kick his ass. It was Brady and his crew that were looking at him like, Bleh. queers. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it was fun to watch you kind of uh, open, uh, open the door. But he seems so preppy. If you hear him talk, you'd never know oh, yeah. he's that uh, dialed into the, the oh, that culture. Was, that was the weird thing I discovered being the the cultural floater so to speak, at Dobson. I kind of hung out with a lot of different groups. And one of them I really enjoyed were the Dirtheads. And most of them were always entertaining. A little nerdy. 
um, they weren't like the videos that you saw on TV. They didn't act like the people. That was all. The thing people don't remember or don't talk about with the 80s, and I think we saw it last night, it was a show. None of what you oh, think yeah. actually was happening was happening. That's why his stories were kind of like, well, that didn't end like I thought. It, everything was sort of, they were the kids who got picked on and grew hair and played an instrument to express themselves because emotionally damaged mm-hmm. people, uh, you know, act act out. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning KUPD. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. This whole thing about the 80s was this just phony show, which is why it only lasted a few years. There was a yeah, lot of debauchery, it. but it was just a phony show. People could dress the part and pretend to be part of the, the very small scene that was going on. And it you was were at the influential age when it kicked yeah. in. I mean, because I, you know, as the mid-80s, you know, you're going through, I'm a little bit yeah. old. I had already had my musical Sure, you had Brandon your, your moment. Set kind of. But I'll tell like you this. Van Halen to Poison was completely different. Even though you like the Poison right. music, but the look, the makeup and the hair. None I of it was about the guys. It. Yeah. And none of it was ever about the bands. I was there because that was the last time rock music had the hot chicks. Rock music, like that yeah, music. Yeah, the cat house is You go to crap bands and you would see the hottest girls you've ever seen in oh, your yeah. life. And still to this day, I think it was, honestly, it was the best visual time for a guy to be with women because the, the women were dressing like whores and the hot ones were doing it. Like the smoke shows were out there dressing like And they like got stuff. it because they knew they had to dress up like hot chicks as right. well. They were part were of the shallow party. Rockers. Yep, shallow party. And they had to outdo the guys. It was a big show. And none of it was real. It was all surface crap. And so that was, and that was what kind of made it fun is that you got to play cos, like he said, like it's cosplay for a little bit. Then you'd leave and be normal again and be that emotionally stunted weirdo that got picked on too much by Brady's friends, you know, by the rich kids. <laughs> it's true. They were all the kids who didn't have, you know, you know, they were the, they were the original no dad house. He was, uh, Brady was like the socias from uh, right. the outside. Yeah, yes. and That's stuff. exactly. Yeah. The greasers that mm-hmm. were kind of broke and yeah. class. Class wasn't there for them. They didn't have the. They weren't going to go to the country club. They were going to get made fun of by those guys, and that was kind of how they all were. And if you hung out with those guys, you realized they weren't about like like the, you know screaming with the devil horns. They were nerds in disguise. They and just you, knew not to be nerds. They yeah. were just dorks in, in disguise. And they, but majority of people didn't know that. Um, no, you no. know, listen to the music. I mean, because I had there was a few friends that really got into it. Yeah. Right? But dorks in disguise, it was emotionally stunted people. And a lot of the times, especially when I was growing up, it was the, it was the single mom kid. 
the weird thing was, without a dad, you grew your hair long. You know, it was the strange kind of neglected, abandoned latchkey kid that grew it out, and that was the way he expressed himself because it looked like that was a party, and his life was the opposite of that. So you could pretend you're part of the party. I had two or three really good. We have one, two or three really good friends mm-hmm. that were, you know, kind of dorks, but then dressed the part and were pseudo cool to a group of people. Not to mention the chicks that loved rock back in the day, and that used to be a thing. And that's what I've always lamented about the last twenty five years is how much rock has kicked ladies out of the party. That's bothered me since I've been. I'm like, man, that was awesome, and we just booted country music as much as I hate it. It's like, they get it. hey, ladies, you know, put your Daisy Dukes on, and you're going to get all the attention, and we're singing to you. We're making this for you, and we don't do that. We do it for, we tapped into the fatherless kids' emotions and started screaming about dads, and it's no fun. The, one of my favorite bands of all time, Alice in Chains, is not fun. There's nothing about that that's a party. I love the music, but it isn't fun. It's depressing. I was impressed. Uh, I think they're at the... The action water thing, yeah, right. With that, Ricky. That, now and that's I'm like, a, that's outside. Like you'd never know that about. That's a documentary you need to watch if you've never seen. I've it. seen, I the seen the class action. I oh read gosh. about it, but class I haven't action seen it. Park is an amazing documentary about a New Jersey fun park that just skirted all the rules, and the dude did not care. It was great. Anyway, it was fun, and Ricky was there, and Brady made it all the way to the end. And so let's hear it for Brady, shall we? Let's. Pretty awesome. Still shocked. Incredibly shocked. Collapse at three. Oh, you're not gonna. You're not. You're gonna have a. And you're gonna. Three, try, you're gonna try to. He's gonna try to golf this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, the entertainment show is gonna be a big day. You're gonna need radio subtitles for whatever happens when the nine forty five reads. Scrambling yeah. tomorrow. What in the world is coming out of my gob? I thought he'd be fighting me to go out in the van this morning. <laughs> oh, only two calls. All right, I'm out. <laughs> we'll do those two calls and lay down. Got that camping chair with you? I'll yep, go. it's in the truck. <laughs> who, who are the promo kids? Chief and my man. I'll let them do the work today. And then there's the thing where. Tory Lanes, who shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot, you know, recently got 10 years in jail for shooting Megan Stallion in the foot. Henry Ruggs III just got three to five years with a possibility of parole for going 140 miles an hour drunk into the back of a woman's car and burning her alive with a It's three daughter. to nine years. It's going to be three. Five years oh, is yeah. when... If he's at five years, he's It'll getting be out. Three at minimum. Yeah, nine Maybe is less. Nine is if he screws up, and even then. So if you look at it, because my friend, whose uh, dad's a lawyer, we were talking yesterday. His dad's like a, a high end lawyer here in town, and he said uh, his he's been in some trouble before. My the buddy. dad or the kid? no, my friend. Okay, and his dad's pulling. Out, he goes, and he even said, he goes, I'm white. I come from tons of money, and my dad got me three years for reckless driving DUI, which was bad. Really bad, where he got out of the car barefoot and ran down Elliott Road for like a mile and a half after he crashed his car into somebody's backyard. (laughs) And the car was loaded with bad. It happens. It does, Brett. We know. Yeah, the car was loaded with bad stuff. He was going through a time. But We're then not he, talking they, fireworks. They, find, they found him down the road with bleeding feet because he'd been running around the streets uh, just uh, flying on whatever he had going. And he, he ended up in big trouble. He goes, my, he goes, and I'm a white rich kid. And he goes, how does he goes? He goes, it's not about your color or your skin. It's about the money you've got for lawyers. He goes, this dude, it will be 27 if what if, if Henry Ruggs III of the Raiders gets out. I get a second chance. And they might bring him back to football. Yep. Like if he gets out in three and a half, four years where he's just on probation for the last bit, there's a chance the NFL's like, you know what? He's done his time. This kid's still fast. 
Well, you can still be an earner and pay that family. Now, the best part about it was... Is, He'll get in the booth for sure. Oh, sure. Henry's going to have a future. While, I, uh, while I'm debating this with my buddy, uh, it's, there's another person that had a take on jail sentencing and murder charges, and it was awesome. Go ahead and hit me. Hey, X-World, it's me, yours truly. OJ! I know I went to college on a football scholarship. But somehow this map is not adding up to me. You're driving a car at roughly 160 miles an hour on a public street and end up killing a girl and her dog. And you get three to ten years. You go to a hotel room that you're invited to to retrieve your own personal stolen property. Property I now have because it was ruled to be mine by the state of California. And throw that in there. And you get nine to thirty-three years. Same courthouse, same city, same state. I don't know. Somehow it just does not add up to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, okay. O.J. makes another great point. O.J. Simpson makes all the sense in the world in this twisted, messed up world. Yep. O.J. is always the voice of reason in 2023. I turn to his X page. Every time I'm like, wonder what a logical human being would say about it. How much sense does that make? It makes sense, but O.J., you know, needs to well, I wonder why they went after me so big. But again, in the court, the justice is blind. Yep. They, they went after him. Well, he knew that. Uh, but th- th- it still had it to. It does not match. They still had to have it, a precedent. It does not fit. They still had to have a precedent for the law to say, okay, we can get him for 9 to 33 years. And he's right. A dude that's going 130 to 160, whatever it was, and kills someone drunk. And then. and then That he, had to be. I mean, was it because he was armed or people I, were armed? I mean, like, I yeah, don't the gun, know. The gun involved, that takes it to the next level. O.J. Simpson they, they is right. He's 100% right. And he served a long time. And that was his property. And and again, he went back to get his own property. Did he hold people at gunpoint, kick a door into Yes. Was uh, he guilty of was he guilty of something? Uh, <laughs> Brett would argue that you know no. what? To get your own stuff back yeah, sometimes right. you gotta it's his stuff. You, you gotta you gotta wield some iron. <laughs> you gotta brandish something. But O. J. Simpson makes sense. How in the world is this guy only getting what what will appear to be four or five years max before he starts hitting parole? And OJ had to sit in jail for nine years to get his own stuff back, to get his own in his own hands. Now, granted, he handled it poorly. Let's all admit that. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is a weapon, and that's my Heisman Trophy. So, you want what I've got, or can I have my stuff back? I'm calling police, OJ. Well, I've dodged them before. That's all right. I'm just saying. Give me my stuff back. That's my knife, the one with blood on it. That's mine. And he's right. And then the state's like, yes, he was retrieving his own things, but we don't like how he did that. And he probably did handle that poorly. But it is kind of a weird thing. So when I'm watching that, I'm laughing because I'm like, OJ, this is like the 10th video in a row where I'm, you make tons of sense. OJ, this is why the guy convinced a jury without having to say a word. Like, you just look at him and his, even when he shrugs his shoulders, like, you guys know that ain't me. Like, I don't think he did anything wrong. He's just getting his own things back. Like, if I had. Brett, if I had your car keys for a few days, 
and told you, hey, come up to the hotel and I'll give those back to you, but I'm going to expect you to pay for it. Like, I want a little reward. And you showed up with a gun. I wouldn't think you're that wrong <laughs> that I'm holding your stuff hostage for like a ransom. I would somewhat expect a little resistance on the part of the guy trying to get his own stuff back. It's a risk you take yeah. when you invite. Now, what they thought, I'm sure, was OJ's not going to slip up. He ain't coming up here threatening to kill. Boy, were or, they wrong. Or he's going to use that gun. <laughs> Boy, were they wrong. Well, they didn't know. Yeah. I mean, when you invited him to say, yeah, we got your stuff. You come up here. They had to, they had, I would have that conversation. Brady, don't worry about it. OJ's not going to come up here and risk jail. He's already, he's already on a thin ice. He's going to give us all the money we asked for to get his things back. And you'd be like, I don't know. Like, trust me, it's fine. And then OJ comes, hey, what's up? Open the door. I'm in. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm going to shoot you and your fat little friend unless you don't give me all my stuff back. I told you. I didn't expect that. OJ threw the curveball and got busted on that. But he's right. Once again, O.J. Simpson makes more sense than our politicians. Is it possible that O.J. is an independent candidate for president? (laughs) Oh, he's a felon. He can't run. Shoot. I don't know. It's crazy. But he seems to be making more sense than anyone else. And then the Tory Lanez guy getting 10 years for shooting Megan Stallion in the foot. She's fine. She's touring and stuff. Like, she's just fine. She might be emotionally stressed out. And the guy probably deserves some sort of heat for shooting someone in the leg. But didn't he try to, and then he years. offered hush money or something? Well, even then, 10 years. I, I don't know if that adds on to it. I don't know if it was. I think they were trying to, like, say it didn't happen at all. She had a hole in her foot that proved different. And then videos came out. Like, no, you shot her in the foot. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Juice makes sense. Period. And that is never thought I heard there. It's look, I, that is where again the simulation is just completely shattered. Like I can't figure out what is one thing from the next in this mixed up world. When I'm talking to a guy whose dad is a lawyer to the point where he, you know, they chat all the time. And he's like, well, this happened, this happened. And you hear that. And then, so we're talking. And he tells me the story. And I'm like, yeah, it was kind of the, and I'm like, I don't really understand how that works. He semi-explains it. Starts talking about his case when he got in trouble, how it can swing back and forth. And then I just go on TMZ and see OJ making all the sense in the world. I was in a 35-minute conversation with my criminal friend. And then OJ comes on and just nutshells it for me immediately. It don't make sense. And the bottom line is stop trying to figure it out because it don't make sense. But I love that he brings that trial up all the time as the one he got railroaded on. But the one he sat for two years to say, I got railroaded on this, he never talks about. Because that was a win. That was a big W. You think w Elon Musk is like, all right. Oh. Hello, x Yeah, the fact that he's... He's on top of it. No more. Hello, Twitter world. He nailed it. Hello, X world. <laughs> I have an X. Anyway, <laughs> I had one. I had one. I mean, I guess she's technically still an expert. I mean, when does that stop? That's philosophy, really. When does she cease to be an X? I mean, she's always an X, right? Even with her head off. <laughs> if, if your ex's head is rolling down the road and the body is on her porch, is she still your ex? I mean, that's the real question. She's just a dead girl. <laughs> I'm just saying. And she's keeping it professional. She's got a great opening and a great closing. Yeah. he's she got to have in the broadcast. Right. Booth. Look, he's, he's got benchmarks. He keeps it tight. 
And he's a consultant's dream. We should hire him to do afternoons or something. Fitz can move into Larry's shift, and we'll just make it all work. Hey, what's up, KUPD? I'm just saying, hey, that was a new one from something called Puddle of Mud. I never heard of that. But, uh, I thought about drowning Nicole in a puddle of mud, but I think that would have been too. I would have, she could have survived that and told the tale all waterlogged and stuff. Anyway, here's a new one from a, a girl band called The Warning. That used to be my nickname on the porch, The Warning. All right, I'm just saying. 98. In and out. I would listen to that show. I would listen oh, to the man. OJ show nonstop. Why is he not doing a podcast? <laughs> Why I I swear to God I need to get someone needs me to get in touch with OJ and say I want to produce your podcast I think you'd be the biggest it would be an and I'd be the villain I'd be you know you thought that dude that did Girls Gone Wild was a bad guy imagine being the the brains behind the OJ podcast <laughs> it's I can't get enough of him Joe Francis I would be the Joe Francis of podcasting welcome everybody to the uh, OJ the very first OJ podcast I want to thank John Holmberg for. Uh, for being the brains and the uh, brawn behind this. Shh, don't use my name. Shut up. But John does what John likes to stay in the shadows. I don't know about lurking around shadows. Anyway, let's bring on our first guest. She's an ex-girlfriend of mine, and she's scared to death today, and we're going to bring up some stuff. Barbara, you ready? And then OJ still managed to get chicks, which I always look at guys who are like, I can't look good, I can't get a date. Like OJ found a, had a girlfriend during the trial. That chick stood by his side. And then that one time we saw him at that party with all those models. And his friend invited him over. He didn't know the models were there. And you see OJ and these chicks are hanging all over him. And then he wakes up in a bed. You know he boned a couple of them. Late 60s, early 70s. OJ, not era, age, uh, was getting laid at a beach house. Living the life. (laughs) Those and girls came away life. with a couple of jerseys. <laughs> yeah, there's dudes in this building. Yeah, Coming out with 32. <laughs> Number 32. I'm in the Hall of Fame. Where do I know your name? I used to play football. That's as far as you know. Don't Google that. Don't Google it. You can't spell Orenthal anyway. <laughs> Orenthal J. Simpson. My dad says you're a killer. I was on the football field. You don't need to look. Don't Google that. Let me just have at it. Google me tomorrow. <laughs> After I put an old man baby in me. How many, like, just curiosity Fs has OJ gotten? He fascinates me. I, like, he is, to me, he's one oh, of the most fascinating I mean, people. Starting early on. Not early know, like, on. I'm talking okay. after the. After the fact? Uh, yeah. After since, jail. Yeah, since. since. There's been a lot of girls that have done curiosity bones. And the, just for the story. Yeah, well, he had, I don't know how many that we saw of girlfriends that were, there's had, OJ out with. Right. He's had girlfriends. He's yep. had, like. But he's been to parties where we've seen the scantily clad girls hanging on OJ. How many? And I wonder if OJ's like, I got a girl pregnant. We got to take care of this. Should I do it or professionals? Oh, no, let the pros do it, OJ. I can take care of it. It will be nothing to me. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even get to know the he's little guy. He's got to save money. Yeah. He's got Goldman still to pay, so, you know. I can't do that. I don't have $400. You should have kept your legs closed. <laughs> Al, I need you to come over. Hey, Al, bring the hanger. We got we got a little tight to get. We got problems. We got another little Orisol Jr. trying to make his way through the hole. <laughs> I'm just saying. And he gets a call. This is Coach. OJ, don't do it. Look, I'm not doing anything that you wouldn't do at age 70 and you got a 28-year-old pregnant. I got my friends for that. Meet me on the porch. I'll do it, OJ. I won't. I swear. No, just stand on the porch. I'll be there at 11. Jeez. What's the big deal? 
He's going to come over. He wants me to meet him on the porch. I'll take you to Planned Parenthood. You're all right. <laughs> what did you think I was going to do? You think I was going right. to slice your baby out? I'm not a madman. <laughs> I am going to kill you, though. Anyway, uh, so OJ makes the most sense. I was looking at the Henry Ruggs story. I remember when Henry Ruggs ran that lady over in the... I mean, we've got video. The car is burning. We find out there's a woman and her dog inside, completely innocent, just driving around. And I think we all related to the idea that that could have been any of us. Yep. yep. That could have been any of us doing our own, just being decent human beings, driving from A to B. And some guy decides to go 100 million miles an hour and uh, launches into us and kills. Now, that's scary. What's worse is it could be somebody we know. I think I'd rather be dead in that car than find out that someone I cared about was dead in that car. And the, the real damage done on that, not only is the death of that person, but the, the people around Family, her, the family relatives, friends. Are horrible. Yeah. They have to be livid that this dude seemingly got a really light sentence for something so horrible. I know if Brady's going 135 miles an hour in a car and kills a woman, three years is not even mentioned as the low end. Like, that's a that's 20-plus years, if you ask me. That is a big thing. It's horrifying. And there's a certain aspect of, yes, we've all kind of been stupid behind the wheel, but I've never gone 130-plus miles an hour in a car on a regular street. I've no. pushed 100. I've gone 105 on a freeway. I went 114 on a wide-open I-10 once going to California, and I got scared. Yeah. It's horrifying. Type of speed scares you. Yeah. It is horrifying. And I, could, I had plenty more to go in that little sports car I was driving. I actually drove to Vegas once. And uh, a guy loaned me a Mustang. He's like, you got to drive this thing. It's, it was like, I don't know what Mustang it was, but it had like 600, 700 horsepower, maybe even more. And it was effortless to touch that gas and go. And I remember there was a guy tailgating me because I was only going like 80, up, you know, all the, all the, on the way to Vegas. I think I was by WikiUp, or I think that was the name of that little weird city. And I'm flying along and I see this guy in my ass and it's an Alexis. And I'm like, oh, am I going too slow? And I touched the gas and, I'm, and I looked in the mirror and I'm like, where did he go? And I looked down. I'm going 108. And I'm like, I, that feels like 65. This car scares me to death. I could have had that at 140 easy. I just didn't want to. And you know why? Me. I was saving my own ass. I always think of like bunnies and something popping out into the road. I don't care about the bunny. What they're going to do to you. Like if I make a quick slight move, I'm not going to control 140 nope. miles an hour. Oh yeah, well I don't I'm, know what I'm, I'm talking vaporized because I'm just going straight ahead. Yeah, well you're you're a horrible. Jeez, oh, I almost called you the c word right in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just it's the right thing to do, but I I couldn't do that if a little if a little animal popped out on the road, I would react just naturally. I'm not going to just go. Well, I'm going to vaporize whatever that was. I can't assess what that was fast enough. So I mean, everybody says oh, I just blow right through it, but I, yeah. I bet you wouldn't. I bet if you didn't know what it was right off the bat, and you're like ah. There's vaporizing happen. Even you know you sw- you swerve, which most people do. You're vaporized. You're done. Yeah. yeah, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about me. So I, yeah, I slow down. But that seemed like kind of a you know. And, and you know the thing I love so much, the NFL, of course, quiet as a church mouse about their who's that? Their we don't know oh no, we got rid of money. They feel like they did the right thing. We got rid of money. We uh we no, you didn't get rid of him. You got arrested. We'll see in four years. Yeah, exactly. And he'll be 27 or 28, possibly, when he meets parole conditions. That's three and a half years. This dude's going to be, if he keeps it together, they let Michael Vick back, and he did 
things that were equally or some, some would say even worse when you read the book of the details of uh, what went on at yeah, Bad News that. Kennels. They gave him a second chance. It's just it's weird. You want to try to love the NFL, but you realize, man, oh, man, disaster. And Deshaun Watson's getting all that heat because they're like, wow, they just, if you can still play, they turn a blind eye to the whole thing. And I don't know. Deshaun Watson, I would argue everybody took the money and dropped the case, and then there was no evidence to charge him. So is it them or is it us? I mean, at a certain point, is it Deshaun, in my mind, yeah, he probably did something. But if there wasn't enough evidence and there wasn't enough behind it, and the people that were so angry about it took cash and said, we'll never talk about it again, he's and the, innocent. And the other half agreed to it. Right. He's. I won't say he's innocent. He's not guilty. And it's time to, you know, move on. Yep. And every single one of us would do it, too. If somebody accused you of doing something wrong, you're like, I don't think I did anything wrong. But this person's pushing hard. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose everything. Will you take some money and not do this anymore? And they're, and they're like, sure, that sounds great. You do it. Oh, yeah. Nobody would be like, I deserve a day in court to find out whether or not I'm going to jail and losing everything. Or it's over right now. And the court of public opinion will just think poorly of me. You can get past that. Lizzo's probably going to stroke some checks. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to Lizzo in a little bit. She's Yeah, but she's not. It's not decided yet on her. Anyway, let's get a wake-up song. Find out where Brett's going. We got a donation yesterday for... Operation Hydration. Now, keep in mind, we're only, what, three more weeks of this? It goes to Labor Day, so, yeah, three yeah. or four weeks. Uh, unreal what just happened yesterday, uh, and I'll tell you about that in a second. We'll so tell you, you don't have to go out? No, you got to keep oh, going, because uh, now, yeah. now it's just all gravy, man. <laughs> now, if we can put it over the top, it would be amazing. Uh, we'll tell you where Brett's going for Operation Hydration. You give us a wake-up song, 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful. Rock Radio Station. Yes, 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 yes.